Oh gosh. So this last weekend was uh was RuPaul's Drag Con. Do you think everyone had a good time? It looked like everyone was having a blast. I saw Trixie write in on a lipstick uh that was just like pushing in and out. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. I saw um Nina West had her own cartoon figure there for Drag Con. Yeah, that was fun. I I didn't I couldn't tell at first that it was Nina. I joined her live briefly when she, um, the morning of day two, where she was just like, hey, come out and see us. And I saw her face makeup, but of course there was no hair or dress on yet. So watching the entrance, it's like, oh, hey, <laughs> it's Nina. Yeah. Well, because you know how she put out her children's album. So I think yeah. that's her character, what uh-huh. her character looks like. So that's cool. What else did we see? Uh, Vangie had like the set of a Rihanna music video for her drag con. <laughs> did she really? Well, I don't know if it was Rihanna, but it, it was just like all red. Everything it, was red. The floor <laughs> was like red checkered pattern. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but it was like red on red, like deep red and I guess regular red. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what was happening. But it looked good. It was that spin off Fifty Shades of Red. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, maybe that was the inspo. <laughs> Did you I see Evie Gia. oddly come in? Yeah, Evie was fun. E- of course, she's wearing yellow, so I like yellow moment. Yeah, you saw her little back crawl, and uh huh, it was cool. Yep, she had to give you the full tea. You know, Evie likes the full bold tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you also, uh, you know who I was really impressed with was Raja. Did you see Miss Sultan Raja? Yeah, I saw oh. the video of her coming in. Mm-hmm. It was really good. The original yeah. Raja. She looked really fun. Yeah. The I one like, and only. The, <laughs> I was going to say when you said that, I'm not checking for Raja. I have to remember <laughs> to ask, is this Raja with an H or without an H? Yeah. But, she was um, looking good. Yeah, she was. I like um I like Raja a lot. Gia Gun snatched me bald. I mean it was just a basic kind of like um one piece, but she was out in her trans glory and she was just living with the drama and that um I don't even know what to call it, like a cover up cape with the train. I don't know, it was like frilly and floofy and she opened her arms and if you paid attention the inside the way she opened it looks like a butterfly before she puts Whoa. it back down mm-hmm. very cool like a caftan almost yeah there you go i guess that's a caftan <laughs> with leggings <laughs> it's like is that princess dies train just died in blue and wrapped around a fierce gia gun <laughs> yeah i think she got inspiration from akira's caftan look maybe oh maybe maybe that was it <laughs> of her alleged caftan look no this was definitely full butterfly go check it out listeners hit pause as soon as she opens her arms yes you guys hopefully for well for those of you that were lucky enough to go hopefully you guys had a good time hopefully um you guys can like send us pictures or something of yourselves and at at DragCon. i know we got some over the weekend from ornisha and she was just like getting pics with all the queens mm-hmm. with a curia i think and silky silky looked good too actually i was really liking how silky looked at DragCon. yeah silky didn't look bad i was like all right girl work you got this. <laughs> of course, she had to take her shoes off when she entered, but that's true silky fashion, so I won't give her any shit for it. Yeah. <laughs> Guess who can't walk in heels now? <laughs> Maybe there's a cookie in them. It was hurting her feet. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. She was trying to get those cookies. <laughs> I thought a cookie was coming out from somewhere to just kind of mirror her drag race entrance, but I didn't see a cookie. Maybe she had a foot cookie. Like instead of a footnote? Oh no. (laughs) I don't know. That would not be good. Uh Uh-uh. Oh man. Well, hopefully you guys all had a good time at DragCon. Hopefully in the future we would love to join you all at a DragCon, but um, that's also expensive. So we'll see, girl. (laughs) Yeah, maybe next time instead of going to Vegas to see Gaga, we'll just wait a week and go to DragCon. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) But also, I just really want to go see Lady Gaga. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One thing at a time. (laughs) Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, let's get into the show. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, 
All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for coming. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hi, Jamal is here. Hello, it's Stoney. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome back to another week at Thanks for Coming, the magically gay podcast where every day is a great day. And do you guys know why today is a great day? This is our last podcast of season 11. Oh, my gosh. It flew by already. Do you remember when we were just like wrapping up season 10? Yeah, I had just gotten my driver's permit and (laughs) (laughs) I was really excited to get my first car. (laughs) This whole year you've been doing your supervised driving. How's that been going through season 11? (laughs) Yeah, it's been going good. Um, I have already crashed three cars, so that's it's going a little rocky. But I think it's okay. Ouch. Yeah. I think I'm going to pass. There you go. Yeah, this is the last episode of season 11. Sorry, I can't speak. Um, we're, we've are we been so excited to get into the off-season content, but it's like, man, another Drag Race season's gone. I wonder if it'll be three weeks or three months before we get the next season. <laughs> or three minutes. Oh my God, tune in. Next season 11. <laughs> Meet the queens. <laughs> Meet the All-Stars from All-Stars 5. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. God, no. (laughs) Hopefully not. But, I mean, it's it's always odd when RuPaul's Drag Race isn't on. So it'll be weird not watching it here pretty soon, I'm sure. Yeah. It'll be nice to reclaim my time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we need need a little bit of a break, honestly. Like, it's been a lot. (laughs) Yeah. But I think next week we'll bring you our Lady Gaga concert slash vegas experience review so that's something for you guys to look forward for our off season content and then after that i think we might have a drag race adjacent podcast for you so we'll see yeah stay tuned on instagram and twitter of course so how are you guys doing this week are you guys excited for vegas we're um well you guys are almost there you guys are going to be on a plane tomorrow and then i'll be on a plane a few days later yep this time tomorrow we should be about an hour out from getting on our flight and it's been a good start of the week i guess it's sunday so we're doing things a little early compressed recording schedule here so just getting things ready for the trip getting school stuff together and you know odds and ends making sure the house is clean so i don't have to do shit when i get home (laughs) (laughs) and now after recording i'm just ready to not do anything for a couple of hours yeah how about you stoney um it's been good so yeah just i'm also kind of like working in a compressed schedule because i'm doing some work um before we leave tomorrow night um so i've been kind of doing that today and a little bit tomorrow so yeah i'm really excited to finally get to vegas and relax and kind of like do whatever we want to do Yeah, so looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. For myself, I also had a really good weekend. Uh, If you guys listened to last week's podcast, then you guys got to hear the review of Trixie Mattel's Moving Parts. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was super fun. I really enjoyed that a lot. And then also I went to go see, there's a, a fun museum in town called the Mopop Museum, and they currently have a Prince exhibit, you know the purple one (laughs) (laughs) i'm so jealous by the way because um the mopop i that was probably my favorite part of seattle i definitely want to go back when i'm in town and i know the prince exhibit probably is pretty awesome to see and experience yeah it was super cool a lot of really really cool pictures photos of him but also they had one of his guitars there and they had like one of his coats from the purple rain movie oh nice and they had a lot of like art tributes to prince i think they just weren't given a lot of his stuff like his actual physical like Mm -hmm. belongings and stuff like that so there were Mm -hmm. like i don't know there's a cool wall mural though of um of prince himself and that was really neat but um but yeah it was super cool i really enjoyed it a lot and then they also had another exhibit that i didn't even know was there that was like a high fashion exhibit mm-hmm. so i felt like it was like fashion photo review because <laughs> me and my friend Kara were like <laughs> i don't know about this look <laughs> yeah this one's not making me feel very good let's move on <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
but uh but it was cool they had a dress that beyonce wore there uh they had a dress that was worn by bjork and they also had a dress that was worn by lady gaga oh wow fancy that weird how that all works out (laughs) she's just reminding us that we're gonna see her soon she is she sent me a sign and um whatever the surprise is that's coming out the night we're gonna be there i'm pretty pumped about that because we were at the st louis beyonce show on the formation tour where her main dancer like her captain dancer ashley everett got engaged so i told stoney wow this must be a thing for our concert going experience from now on there's just gonna be fun surprises sprinkled in (laughs) yeah i'm really excited to see what it is i'm hoping it's a surprise pertaining to the enigma show itself Uh uh-huh there's rumors that it could be something to deal with um the born this way album because that just had its uh, eighth year anniversary last week. Oh, yeah. In June. Well, Pride is year May. round, of course. But yeah. J- June is typically when all the Pride stuff pops off. So, yeah, I didn't even think about that. So that was something I saw. Someone said that she was opening like a store in Las Vegas. And I was like, please don't let it be that. Yeah, yeah I'm hoping for like an album release. And then maybe we get like some parts of the Enigma show, like those new records incorporated into the show that others haven't seen yet that's what i'm really hoping for yeah same maybe she'll do the show but throw in like a new single from Mm -hmm. the new album maybe that would be awesome or if she just played the whole album (laughs) i don't know (laughs) like free Ah, i'm like so excited but jamal and stoney and um our friend elizabeth that's with us for vegas like we were freaking out about it and I, I was like texting them like I was like probably overreacting. I was like, oh, my God, you guys, something crazy cool is going to happen when we're there. Look what Lady Gaga tweeted. And I was <laughs> like flipping shit and like investigating what was going on, like while I was supposed to be working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about it. I tried my best to do a Google for information. Then I quickly got overwhelmed and stopped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll let you guys know, though, because. When we record the actual review of the finale, it will be the day after we go see Lady Gaga. So stay tuned for like two minutes and you'll know what happened. Yeah, there you go. At TFC Pod, you know where to find us. Um, Snatched edges and all. That's right, girl. Well, let's go ahead and get into the honest tea spill of the week where we will be spilling the tea about what the heck just happened at the Lady Gaga concert. (laughs) Let's Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Honest Tea Spill of the Week. This week is a very special week because we are coming to you live from Las Vegas, and I have two queens in front of me right now. (laughs) That always makes me (laughs) laugh when I say that. <laughs> you shady bitch. Hi. Yes, we're all in the same hotel room. I love like forced jokes. They're the best. Yeah. If you have to force the joke, it's even better than having to explain it like Nina did. <laughs> oh, man. What a fun week, though. We've had a really good time, you guys. Stay tuned for next week because we will be going into our Lady Gaga experience. Yes, uh, this is so like bittersweet. We're all together. It's like the second time we've recorded while being in Vegas. And I'm just getting one last glimpse of the Vegas strip outside of our window before we get on the plane here. Yeah, actually, this is the first RuPaul's Drag Race recap that we've all filmed together in the same room after like two years of podcasts. Oh, wow. I know. It feels like really weird. Also, it's really weird, too, because, like, there's no lag between us this time. (laughs) Actually, you know, I'm going to hang up real quick and I'm going to get back on. (laughs) I don't know how many times we've recorded and it's always just been like, oh, well, Seth is gone. (laughs) Yeah. This is really upsetting because I can't just hang up on Jamal and Stoney. (laughs) Sorry, it was a bad connection, girl. (laughs) You're in trouble, girl. Uh, But yeah, we have recorded one other episode before, or maybe a couple before, but we've never recorded a recap together. Mm -hmm. Oh, very fun. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it, girl. We have a very formulaic finale to get through. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah woo keeping up with the uh season 11 par 
I was shocked at every turn. Everything was so new and exciting for me. I just didn't know what to expect. I'm just happy there were no butterflies harmed this season of the finale. Yeah, I don't know. These finales have like sucked more as time has went on. But I will say that I really did enjoy... I kind of enjoyed the new addition to the finale, how they did the the packages for each person. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of something like American Idol used to do, like when they would like do like the little packages before they performed, like towards the end of the season. Yeah, but like you already knew who they were, so you just like fast forward through it and not watch them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I thought it was fun. Like, I thought it was fun. I, I like the idea of giving a spotlight to the top four queens and we're not just looking at their looks like we can like giving like some background to them and we can see like uh how they like progress throughout the season i can see it i can see it i mean i guess like we're just rehashing what we've already watched like if you don't know what's happened by this point in the competition like seth's not here for it whatever i thought they were boring sorry I mean, they kind of were, but it's They fine. spent 30 minutes. They spent like half of the show just showing like these packages that, of things we already knew. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get what you're saying. I would say let's... Well, I mean, I don't disagree, to be honest. Box 96. I mean, yeah. It's like, I mean, you can still enjoy it, but I thought it, I thought it was a waste of time personally. I thought the editing... Like, I thought it was cute. Like, it was good editing and a good idea but it is kind of a long when a lot of us are just like such fans and we've been watching all the episodes so we don't really need to see all of it but i could see like if you're more of a casual viewer how that would be like helpful to see yeah like aoc is probably like living for these right now Uh probably So we've just recapped the first half an hour of the episode. Lots of video packages. <laughs> Hope you aren't wanting a more in-depth conversation <laughs> because I'm over it. I just recapped all officially. Of them. <laughs> hey, we're just all trying to get through. Like we are excited to see the queens there that we are. You know, most of them. So yeah, we're just all happy to see the end and ready to crown a new queen. Yeah. And we got to see all of the eliminated queens first. Um, there were some uh, nice looks in there, I think. I think uh, ones that I remember are Ariel Versace. and um, Ariel looked really nice. Yeah. I love Nina's look, the paper doll kind of play. I love that. I That's love the so gag cute. on the back of her dress. Where so it's, cute. <laughs> yeah. I was living for that. And she had a sickening, proportionized look. Yes, Miss Thing. Nina, Auntie Nina, take notes. Took notes. She looked gorgeous gorgeous for the finale yeah i mean i thought i i love nina's look it brought the camp that we needed you know honestly this is like the season of camp i felt like there was some girls that like did some things that were more fun Mm -hmm. and less about like the fashion donatella shit it was more just like let's be sickening with our camp and i appreciate that was kind of a camp queen too yeah yeah she was still giving you reveals out here on the finale runway was like abstract camp yeah (laughs) abstract camp (laughs) she was opaque camp nice try yeah girl (laughs) oh gosh um but it was nice to see them and then all the four queens in the final in the top four came out and uh i think evie oddly probably got the most applause and Everyone was really excited to see her the most. Yeah, we're always excited to see what Evie's going to do. All of the top queens looked nice. They all really did. But I was most excited to see Vanji- to see Evie, excuse me. In an alternate universe that happened, girl. Yeah, in an alternate universe for sure. Yeah, it was cool to see all of the top four, I think. Uh, I think Evie's like look was the most like out there and interesting though. Yeah, I mean you can appreciate Evie's look because I this one was very broken down. Like you saw like the muscle groups and whatnot. It was like oh there goes Evie being weird, but it yeah. was still glam. Her face was beat. She looked really gorgeous. Yeah, everything was balanced. It's what we needed to see from Evie here. Yeah, I loved Evie's look. I thought. It was what we've loved about her all season. It's just different. You know, like we all get tired of seeing like just oh, like a pretty gown or like, you know, a fish queen or whatever. Like the thing that we all love about Evie is she brings her personality into her drag and she really shows like the artist side of herself and Mm -hmm. that's why we love her so she did that for the finale for us and i thought brooke looked gorgeous but i thought it was just kind of basic a little bit it was just like "Eh, there's a bodysuit 
it's silver. Here's a matching headpiece. I thought we could have pushed it a little more, but she looked gorgeous. Yeah, and I was mentioning to Jamal earlier before, like we were talking about Brooke's look, and I was like, why does she have like shoulders, her shoulders cut out when she's doing a nude illusion bodysuit? Like that was weird to me. Yeah, we both thought that was odd. Seth said it first, but I clocked it as well. I said it first, you guys. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so those were the uh, top four looks. So then we get into the actual lip syncs. This is probably the part everyone's excited for us to talk about and the part we're really excited to talk about as well. <laughs> oh, man. So my nerves were everywhere going into these lip syncs because I just thought for sure that um, certain certain queens were going to get through that should not necessarily <laughs> be let through. Yeah. So um, she named after a type of cake topping. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I've heard it on Top Chef a few times. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah, no, Silky's up first. She's, they spun the wheel, right? Yeah. And she's the queen that's selected. And she actually chooses Brooke, which I thought with all the shit <laughs> that we were talking the past handful of episodes before apologies that, you know, maybe she would have just called out Evie and tried to get her out in this moment. Well, so. but see, that's the thing. I feel like she should have chosen Akira because Akira is one of the more weaker lip syncing queens. It would have guaranteed her a spot in the top two and maybe she could have like knocked out that final uh lip sync but like yeah. to me it was the easy giveaway you know go against Akira, you could probably win right and then yeah. then they have to pick between evie and brooke to even be in the top two like one of them's out immediately right so you're eliminating one of the bigger competitors. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I feel like I don't under really understand why Silky did what she did. Well, I think Silky wasn't worried because she had 47 reveals for her lip sync. <laughs> I mean, you can't go home off that, right? She was ready. She was ready. She was motherfucking ready. To lip sync for her life. Which, honestly, that's like the tease of the season. Silky has been dick teasing us all season about how she's ready to fucking lip sync for her life. And what we saw her twice, we saw her lip sync before, and then we got to see her for uh, the finale. And I'm not impressed. <laughs> yawn, yawn. <laughs> Where is the lip sync assassin? I mean, her lip sync the first time was like given a meh by RuPaul, which has never happened. Right. And I mean, it was more of the same. Silky looked gorgeous, but... Yeah um wig reveal not strategic at all we're just like oh i'm gonna take the wig off now here we go all right we're eight bars into the song time to take my yep. wig off girl time to switch the hair who's ready to get into the gig for real now. i got five wigs to get through here let's get this shit started oh, no it was it was just i was not feeling it and then like the flop move it just doesn't look good like i just thought that silky looked like a critter yeah just rolling across the stage all you saw was just hair rolling across the floor and brooke is out here doing splits and also on the floor so yeah i was just a little confused <laughs> yeah Soki looks like a spider when it gets stuck on its back and it's trying to get back over <laughs> like you know when she does that move uh, crucio bitch like, yeah let me help you out cruciatus curse bitch <laughs> But yeah, a category for all the lip syncs was definitely rolling around on the stage haphazardly. <laughs> I'm really getting like, I don't know what has happened to the lip sync girl. Apparently it's just turned into like, let's roll around like Roombas on the floor. And like, this is our lip sync. Could you imagine <laughs> if Asia was up there dropping butterflies on the ground and Silky was just like rolling around on the stage like she was? Oh my God. What if they were like rolling over the butterflies? <laughs> <laughs> like what if one of them put like one of those like sticky like felt things on there and just like rolled over the butterflies oh, no. yeah the fact that nobody had fake butterflies that just ejected out of their outfit for them to like dance <laughs> on is a missed opportunity <laughs> that will never be forgiven i'm so looking forward to season 12 when this happens oh my gosh <laughs> season 12 yeah so uh so yeah Soki has like three wigs on she goes through I think one, one, three layers of skin on her body. Yeah. Suit. Oh yeah. I don't know. I lost count. Honestly, there were so many, but, um, also some 
tea behind the uh, scenes is it, it appears as though Silky took an extremely long time to decide who she was lip syncing with. I, I have the intel that says it took her ages to decide who to lip sync against. And then her smart decision was to pick Brooke. Wow. So it was clear on stage to all the people there at taping as well that, okay, maybe part of her wanted to call out Evie and bring her to the table, but she just didn't. Yeah. I don't think she thought about the Akira note. I think I think it's a really good note, Stony, but Akira is one of her good duties. I don't think she was gonna try to do that. She wanted to get to the, probably the top two in her mind with Akira. Yeah, and I mean that makes sense. I'm more seeing it from the perspective like, what's your best game? Yeah, move? If this or Drag Race Survivor. Be, for yeah, sure. like take out Akira because she's the easy win, and you get rid of two yeah. compet- one of the two competitors. One hundred and ten percent. Right. And I I did like, um, I don't think I've ever seen a boot reveal, a shoe reveal. (laughs) So that was an interesting thought. I actually missed that the first time it happened, and then I caught it the second time. So yeah, same here. That was a really creative idea. I really did enjoy that. So as far as reveals, I thought that one was successful because... It was really just well thought out and interesting. Something we haven't seen before. It's not just taking wigs off. It's like, I'm going to wig reveal from a shitty wig into another shitty wig into a party city wig. Right. I love a good afro. I love, I love giant hair. But, you know, at this point, chances are if we see a giant afro, we know that it's coming off within five minutes of Silky's lip sync. Yeah. Start. The only time I want to see a giant afro is on like BB Zahara Benet. Yeah. Because it's going to get worked and tossed and made luscious and sexy like it should be. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And then she's probably going to sing. I'm pussy bitch. That's what that wig means. I love it. <laughs> oh, gosh. So that was uh, lip sync one for the semifinals. Lip sync two was obviously then between Akira and Evie. And uh, what do you guys think of this one? They... Well, I guess we should have said the first um, the first lip sync, they lip sync to Bootylicious by Destiny's Child. Yes, they got the um, rights to the song, to the jam. I love the song. It's a classic for me. And I think Brooke, like, rightly won that one mm-hmm. because, yeah, like we said, it was a lot of rolling around, so yeah, it was not cute. <laughs> Yeah, Brooke survived because she gave you a little more like um, composure and connection with the song. And Silky was doing her thing, too. I just think that, you know, Brooke connected more. Well, I mean, obviously, they were like cutting away from Silky's like tearaways. So that everyone was just like, like, clearly they weren't that monumental. Right, exactly. But, um, but yeah, so then we get into round two and they lip sync to SOS by Rihanna. Yes, Epic Jam. Yes. And, um,. So Silk, or I'm sorry. So then Akira does have a wig reveal and shows uh, that she has this sort of like sequins like wig, I guess. If is that what you would call it? Yeah, it was kind of the material was matching the fringe of the dress. It was the same. It was just made into a wig. Um, Akira, not no shade against her drag. It's just hard to kind of go up against Evie because Evie's doing things that nobody else is doing nobody sees and akira looks beautiful but it's just a little basic compared to what evie's bringing like akira is flavorful in her own right yes but side by side on a grand finale stage with evie you kind of have to exaggerate that so your aesthetic comes out 10 times more on stage and on camera yeah i think that's like with um akira it's just it kind of reminds me of Kennedy Davenport in a way, which I don't want to like say that just because they're both Davenports. It's just that with um, Kennedy and Akira, they both kind of have like the same, they don't dance. Like Kennedy is a great dancer, but there's both something about both of them where they're just um, kind of not like superstar, but also not like bad either. Like you're just kind of like, okay, these are good queens. Kennedy is a great dancer, yeah, but she still looks beautiful. Akira is very like your beautiful pageant girl. Yeah, she's more of a pageant girl, like no dancing. They're not quite the total package there like and they've both had their funny moments especially on the um comedy and acting challenges but it's not consistent right 
Mm-hmm. I thought that Evie's outfit for her first lip sync was very Miley Cyrus, like reminiscent of that. Mm-hmm. Like when she wore her, um, what was that phase? Like bangers? When she was wearing like the teddy bear backpacks and shit. Yeah. It was very like poppy. Grinded on Robin Thicke. Yeah. Almost like yeah. Japanese pop or something. Harajuku kind of street fashion. Yeah. Yeah. So I did like that about Evie's look. And I thought, you know, she did the back bend at the very end. So that was really good. K-pop punk. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I don't know. Like I said earlier, Evie's just, she's doing things that people, other people are not doing. And you're just always excited to see what she's wearing. You may not quite understand it, but you're still (laughs) having a good time taking it all in. And I liked her free Britney panties. Yes. We caught that. We caught that. Seth had to let me know what was on the panty, but I was living the second time I watched it. (laughs) Yeah. That was really cool. So uh, for the for, for the second one, then Akira sashays away and she joins Silky. <laughs> On the trail of Drag Race Tears. Yeah. And we all <laughs> breathe a sigh of relief knowing that the season would not be ruined. <laughs> yes. R.I.P. Akira, though. She did. She held her own this competition. We don't want to overlook that. Akira did very well. And she was up there with wins and performance and growth. She was she was on that winner's track. So, you know, good run, Akira. Yeah, for sure. So then we go into the top two. Stoney made it into the episode with zero of his fantasy queens on the <laughs> on the episode. Sigh. <laughs> Let's sigh. And Jamal and I both had two. And then we made it into the final lip sync and both of my queens were the top two. So that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. I knew it was going to be a tough last round. We'll get into the points later, but I just want to gloat since (laughs) I kind of did nothing throughout the season with my fantasy league. (laughs) But um, all right. So let's talk about the finale, the final lip sync. And that, of course, is between Brooklyn Heights and Evie Oddly. And Brooke has changed into a coat that says reveal all over it. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. Did you like that concept or that idea? I did. I thought it was cute. It was a, you know, she watches a show. She knows what the fans are going to like. It was a cute moment. It's going to be gift. It's going to be replayed. Good job. I I was annoyed by it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I had a feeling. I don't know, like, here's the problem, the evolution of the reveal, is at first it was like, you know, we could, like, it was like Roxy Andrews, oh, I'm gonna, like, reveal, like, an extra wig, and then gradually came on, like, oh, I'm gonna wear, like, an outfit, and I'm gonna, like, reveal something else, like, I don't know, like, Fifi O'Hara or something, and then eventually became, I'm just going to wear a blanket over myself, and then reveal that, surprise, I have something underneath the blanket, well, no shit, you're wearing a fucking blanket, like, of course you're wearing something underneath it. Now we've gotten to the point where, like, Evie gets into the cannon, and then out pops Brooklyn, they just do a human reveal. Yeah, so now (laughs) I'm just like, okay, we've reached the point where we're actually writing the words reveal on the reveal outfit blanket so next season we need to like reset this bullshit like no reveals at all no reveals at all or like if you're gonna do it we need to be fucking surprised that you're doing a reveal yeah because i'm over it girl yeah (laughs) yeah you can't just wear like the fucking um oh, this is actually my down comforter for my bed. And, <laughs> oh, I wonder what's underneath. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would rather have that than, like, all last All-Stars when Trinity had a, cl- like, clearly had a reveal and just wore her magician's cape onto the runway. <laughs> Tea. <laughs> but, um, and then also on the back of her coat, it said, time for a reveal. <laughs> yeah, we get it, girl. We get no. it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so then Evie, she was in this great like, I don't, it's like how you even describe it. It's hard to say. It's like sort of like this cross between like Pennywise from It makeup with like a Mongolian warrior's helmet. Yeah. I don't know. It was like kind of crazy, but there's something about it like with the mirror on the side of her head like was so... It seems so simple, but like nobody else has. I've never seen that before. I was just it's like, just this seems is crazy. Very multi-dimensional. This look because yes, we got samurai warrior queen. 
we kind of got like the multiple heads gods, which goes across multiple peoples of the world. Um, Medusa, you've got the um, multiple armed and heads of the like Indian, mm-hmm. not Native American, but Southeastern Indians, uh, their tribes. You've also got, I always get Akasha vibes from, oh my gosh, Anne Rice's Queen of the Damned. I was getting those kind of vibes with oh, the yeah. looks and the headpiece. I mm-hmm. was just getting so much and it was still very much Evie at the same time. Very much so. And you know, it had her own face, like sort of like a, a statue of her own face on the back of the helmet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was thinking like it's either like two-faced or just showing like the multiple sides of her because I know she was criticized throughout the season of being like, two-faced or like not being a good sister so yeah that's a good point i didn't even think about that layer so i thought maybe that's where she was going coming from and be just being like you know there's multiple sides to me here most definitely and as i've said before i think evie's shown well maybe not on the show actually we've been talking about it a lot off mic listeners but um i think evie's shown the most growth amongst the queens so that's a really nice note i didn't notice that yeah and then of course she had her awesome back bend at the end just like you know being creepy as hell and and yeah I just love Evie. The little flip over. That's the best part about her. She just does these weird ass things. It's very much like Nina, you know, where you're just like, I love you because you're different, you're unique, and you bring something like totally like different that makes us happy. Yeah. And um, we all need like a kind of drag race break. We love drag race. We love talking about it. But oh my gosh, the back to back seasons have been killing us. But yeah, watching <laughs> Evie, I mean, I guess we'll get there, but watching her take the crown, it makes me excited to see like, you know, what she's going to maybe wear next year when she's crowning the girls because we know what Aquaria did at this grand finale. So it just makes me excited to see what that growth Evie is going to have by the time it's her turn to pass on that crown for sure of course um evie and and brooke did a a really good lip sync i think brooke kind of has like a couple signature moves and that's what she does yeah Mm -hmm. but um but yeah so then after that um they do present miss congeniality i guess we kind of did this a little bit out of order but um but they do present miss congeniality of course monet exchange she flies in on a giant crest whitening strip and (laughs) uh but no she comes back she was last season's miss congeniality and last all-stars winner yeah it was like very it was kind of weird because i was like wait when did what film or whatever but um it was i don't know it was nice seeing monet again it was a surprise because i mean we always know miss congeniality is coming but I don't know. We know who Monet is. We know she's busy. We just saw her in Indy. Seth saw her in Seattle recently. So it was like, oh, Monet, of course. Like, of course she's going to pass it. Yeah. So it was a little nice surprise. She had a nice yellow dress on with, um, it was was like very much of a LL Cool J, uh, Mama Said Knock You Out type (laughs) vibes. Mm -hmm. She had her guns out. And um, yeah. (laughs) But um, why don't we take a quick break here we will come back just wrap up the uh the finale real quick for you guys and then we'll do our points for the fantasy league yeah yes be right back girl (laughs) hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming right now we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again while you wait here's some things that you should check out yeah remember everyone you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um tfcpod on twitter facebook and instagram oh and one more thing you're not my real dad and you never will be anyways back to the show all right so we are back and um just to wrap up what we were talking about before the break miss monet exchange presented the miss congeniality award to nina west yes mama nina won auntie mama big sis nina whatever you want to call her you know we love us some nina west on tfc and we did not see this coming at all (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we definitely saw it coming. <laughs> uh, but if she had not won, we would have been all super pissed about it. So thank you for doing the right thing. I think it was obvious <laughs> because Nina was kind of the star of the season as far as like the amount of love she was receiving from the fans um, and people from the cast. So I think it was it was well deserved for and Nina. You could just see how she was connecting with the entire cast as the show aired, including the judging panel. So well deserved. Well deserved, Nina. Yeah, for sure. If she had not won, everyone would have been mad. There would have been riots. I feel like we made it through the entire season getting fucked over by eliminations of people that were wrong just to have like everything go right in the finale. (laughs) That's so true. I can I feel that. (laughs) But yes, so some other fun things that happened in the finale was Aquaria's outfit. Like we have to talk about that. Yeah, homegirl is looking like a dragon bird just on flames from the sky. I don't even know. She looked completely snatched, completely unexpected look. It's Aquaria, so we knew she was going to do something that was outside of the box and still beautiful, and she did not disappoint. Yeah, I don't know what this says about season 11 in general, but I feel like (laughs) when Aquaria walked out, we were all just like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Like, because (laughs) she looks so damn good, and it was just, like, amazing to see her again. And she just blew everyone out of the water. So it just makes me think, like, I think season 11, we were just kind of like, eh. yeah, we were given, like, as far as, like, <laughs> shocking ass looks, like, they just weren't there this season. No. So Aquaria just kind of just was like, bitch, I'm still here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To quote RuPaul, meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aquaria definitely had, like, the best look of the entire season 11. It was really crazy. Yeah, she was looking super good. And so it was nice to see her back, you know, slaying. It's always a fun moment at the RuPaul's Drag Race finale when the previous reigning queen comes back. Well, the current reigning queen comes back to pass on her crown. Mm -hmm. I remember having the same reaction with, you know, almost all of the queens we've seen on previous seasons, especially Sasha Velour. Bob is always fun. Jinx. Jinx looked good you know crazy in that emerald gown yeah you never forget that so well it's now a funko pop outfit yes it is <laughs> you better get yours at hot topic <laughs> offer code tfc pod and you can get um buy one get one pops i'll definitely be getting an evie oddly pop figure once it's available same yeah <laughs> actually we um you know of course we went to see lady gaga last night and aquaria was at the show so yeah how wild we had no idea like we're looking at aquarius story on instagram and this bitch is like doing cartwheels in front of the games that like the only games we were winning at yeah like how did we miss this (laughs) yeah she was literally right by like where we were hanging out the entire time she was down in the pit she was in the monster pit and we were in the old people section up top. Yeah, we were. We had some seats, assigned seats, assigned seating girl. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that was kind of like a nice little thing to see. And and actually, Aquaria was in the House of Gaga when it was opening, and so she was in there. And Lady Gaga went in to see the the House of Gaga, and it was cool. Like Aquaria got to be there for that. Yeah, so fun. I know Seth and I both were like taking pictures and recording like fiends while we were in there yeah there was like a whole setup they had that we'll get into later but be looking for some cool pictures and footage from that yeah we'll share more from the house of gaga and the concert too so stay tuned we'll be sharing that all next week and hyping you guys up for the new gaga podcast yes but um just to wrap this one out, I guess we saw um, Mercedes and Kahana did their little opulence dance in into one of the commercial breaks. Yeah, they couldn't let that die down. I mean, I know the audience probably appreciated when you're like filming something like a live taping that can be a long process. So I'm sure that was really fun to see in person. I know I had a good time, you know, laughing at it again. Yeah, <laughs> and good for them, like being like kind of early off, but being able to have a moment on RuPaul's Drag Race because. Really, that's what it comes down to is like something that everyone remembers and that you can be like known for. So yeah. good mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Kahana was mad that Mercedes did the dance like too early? In the- 
when they were doing it together. I'm sure Kana found something wrong with something. Yeah, I'm sure she did. <laughs> Kana was bothered about something that yeah. happened. I'm sure she was bothered somewhere deep down. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll hear about it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we'll see her like TED Talk at some point. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think about that little package of Miss Vanjie and like trying to get her name, like, you know, sort of campaigning to get her face on the wheel to be able to lip sync in the finale? I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I love just seeing her on the street, like asking random questions and just anytime, I don't know, Vanjie's talking, she just blurts out a random word that you're just like, where did this come from? It's just cookie monsters <laughs> screaming at you and you're cookies, just cookies, like, cookies, cookies, cookies. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but it seems fun. So I'm going to laugh. Ha! <laughs> How like epic would that have been if RuPaul was like, actually, yeah, we are going to put her face on the wheel. Show's canceled if that happens. She's like, yeah, we're going to put it on the wheel. And she just walks over and she's like, just rips Silky's face off. She's like, we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> Fuck. That would be mad. I would extra. actually be here for that if she would have done <laughs> That would be mad, extra, and shady. <laughs> Silky's like, bye. <laughs> oh, gosh. That would have been really funny. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, we had to see Frankie Grande's stupid face a lot during the finale. <laughs> don't at us. <laughs> Still feel the same. We don't want to see Frankie Grande. Yeah, so this isn't a new story. Moving on. <laughs> yes. So then, you know, just sort of skipping back to where we were before, Evie Oddly did get crowned the winner. Yes, Queen Evie. She's being all weird, you know, doing her like laughs and I don't know, it was kind of scary. <laughs> I just love it. You know, she's just like totally geeked in the moment. Like, I don't know. That it has to be huge when that happens because we know it's a grueling recording schedule, Drag Race, and just the mental and physical strain the queens go through. It's just, uh, I'm sure it's just such a release. So I'm sure that's where all the kookiness was coming from <laughs> on stage. Yeah. I, I loved watching her do all of her like weird isms. Her Evie-isms. Yeah. We were watching it and I was just like, why is she like this? It was so fun. I just love seeing this because of course it's like, you know, no 100% no shade towards Silky. We've all been very honest about how we felt about Silky. So that's why I can say no shade. Take it how you will. <laughs> but Evie has shown the most growth as a human being and a drag queen. So this is well-deserved. Brooke is gorgeous. She's an amazing queen as well, as is Akira. But this was Evie's crown. For sure. It was really awesome to see her win. You know, it's always nice to sort of see the underdog win and take over. And, and yeah, I think we're all happy with the result here. Very happy. Like, no shade to the queens. This was just not, in comparison to past seasons, this was kind of just a lackluster season. But I don't want to take any of that away from Evie's win. That was well-deserved. She did great. The queens on the show were good. This is just what happens when a show gets more popular and ages. Yeah, I'm really happy with the win. I think this was the best outcome for season 11. I enjoyed that the fact that season 11, we had both Nina and Evie on the season. So we got to see a lot of different types of drag, like very campy. It was less about fashion this time, mm -hmm. even though, I mean, Brooke brought the fashion looks for sure. Um, I just really enjoyed seeing Evie be so strange and fun. Like she reminded me of Sharon Needle season four or somebody like Raja from season three. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed that. I thought Nina was obviously great. So I don't think it was a terrible season. I think it just had some like annoying moments and there were some cast members I didn't care for, but that's fine. Well, also we were burnt out from all stars for, I think we were seeing that everyone was like, Oh, Manila was robbed. And then we go straight into season 11 and they had even more queens on the season than they normally have. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed like it was a really long season. You know, when when they do it back to back, it just seems like one real long season because you're seeing two competitions in like six months. Right. Yeah. I think history will be kind to season 11 as it ages. I think with some of these seasons, it's always like the worst season ever when you're watching it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but as time goes on, I think when people look back at season 11, I think there will be a lot of fondness for some of the people that were on the show yeah not silky <laughs> maybe silky who knows maybe. <laughs> who knows we'll, we'll see what happens for her you know after this <laughs> <laughs> critter rolls and all yeah girl 
All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our uh, little season wrap up. Uh, we kind of weren't really going in order. We were just having more of a discussion about the finale. We are on vacation. So, you know, we're a little bit scatterbrained right now. <laughs> yeah. So now let's go ahead and move over to Stony, and he will break down the final points from our fantasy season. And we will now crown our own winner yeah. of RuPaul's Drag Race Fantasyland. Ah! Which we don't really have a crown, but it's fine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a crown from this guitar string. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so everyone knows I was basically out of the fantasy league because Banji was eliminated. Um, but so after 13 episodes, 14 if you count the reunion. I don't count it. <laughs> here we are at the end. So basically the points awarded this week, it was all about the winner and then the miscongeniality. So yes. Nina won miscongeniality. So I got 40 points. Yes. Which means nothing. Uh, <laughs> and then Evie, Oddly, and Brooke both won their lip sync, so Seth gets 20 points for that. Wee. And then obviously the winner was Evie, Oddly, so Seth gets 80 <laughs> points. Bam! I'm getting all the points, bitch. <laughs> it's the comeback. So it all came down to the last episode, but after, you know, 13 episodes, I ended up in last place with 415. Whoa. Jamal was in second place with 480. Damn. Nice try, girl. And <laughs> Seth won the Fantasy League with 555 points. Wow. five five five, everyone. Triple fives. You better play that before you leave Vegas, Seth. I will. Don't worry. So that means you have to buy the next bottle when we go on the next trip. Okay. Well, I'm hoping you guys forget <laughs> about that by the time that happens. <laughs> I mean, girl, we bought Spedka, so it's okay. Okay. <laughs> We're not asking for, like, cognac out here. I'll get a bottle of <laughs> Everclear for the next time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay well as uh, the new current reigning I just would like to thank my fans <laughs> and I'd like to thank Nick for not believing in me <laughs> because it really just made me work harder to win the crowd <laughs> and I'd like to thank God and my parents and my loved one that is not in the audience tonight <laughs> um, it feels really nice and uh, yeah thanks guys <laughs> Yeah, time to cue the Oscar music. You can get off the stage. <laughs> oh, God, there's a big hook coming. Ah! <laughs> and we have a flight to catch. <laughs> That's true. Well, you guys, that has been the season 11. It's been real. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed these past seasons of Caps. Before we officially end this season, let's talk about some hot menses. Yes, trade. trade. Some trade, girl. Maroon trade. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, she's thirsty. <laughs> trade. Mm. Trade. Oh, trade. Trade. All right, you guys, welcome back to the sexiest segment in podcast history. Yes, we are talking about trade this week, and boy, do we have a good lineup for you. Who would like to take it away first? Who wants to start us off? Let's have Stony go first. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thanks, Queen. Thanks, girl. Um, so my trade of the week is um his Instagram handle is William.airaf. And he Whoa. is from the most wonderful country in the world, Brazil, because that's where everyone is apparently all the gorgeous <laughs> golden people are yes Arif, i bet is how you pronounce oh, that Arif. last name so yeah i don't know i don't really know what else to say like he lives in brazil which is awesome and there's lots of memes that seth doesn't like but Ooh, keyword yeah. there lots <laughs> how does that make you feel seth lots of memes yeah well okay so i was looking <laughs> Now that I'm looking more closely, these aren't even memes. These are inspirational quotes. Oh, so he's got a good body so and you're a just good like, heart. You saw words and you're like, these are memes. <laughs> you know what doesn't motivate me? When guys with chiseled abs and muscles start preaching life is great and things like that. <laughs> like, you know what? I go to other places for my inspiration. Like, I just need <laughs> you to look cute. Okay. <laughs> Don't say anything. Just keep posting pictures. Right. What else? What else do you like about him, Stoney? Um, he just has like, I don't know, he's just got like very nice like, I guess, 
body hair and he's just like has i like his haircut and i just think he looks good so body hair placement's always um key (laughs) yeah i saw he put in his profile that he is a paulista so i was trying to figure out what the heck that is and all i found is a place called paulista brazilian kitchen in oakland california (laughs) oh well, I don't know what that is. I wonder if it's like a Maxinista, TJ Maxinista. I, hmm. I, I guess we'll <laughs> never know. <laughs> oh, maybe he's a soccer player. Oh, a footballer? Oh, maybe. But see, They're... I didn't see that. Okay, I'm doing the research here on Stoney's trade. So let me, in- <laughs> let me inform you guys. Uh, so I think he may be a member of Campionato Palista which is the top flight professional football league in Brazil in Sao Paulo, which is also says is where he's from in his profile. So it's all adding up. Nice work, Queen. Wow. <laughs> Number one stalker over here. <laughs> yeah, that Seth was a- like I've put in all of the coordinates and I've figured out his entire life story. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to know his address, just DM me. I'll let you know. <laughs> all right. Well, what about you, Jamal? What do you have lined up for us? Okay, so listeners, we're back to the regular schmegular trade o'clock hour on trade here. (laughs) So my trade is very trade-y this week. So buckle up and have your towels and cold showers ready. His name is Connor Mindheart, and he's kind of like your typical looking athletic guy, gym rat. But if you keep scrolling, it looks like he goes to fun things like festivals uh, you know, just nature walks and his jock strap, body yeah. hair everywhere. <laughs> it's well placed though, not like super furry like I like sometimes, but he's just very fit, very classically handsome. He could be a Disney prince. And there is also some really great pictures of him in compromising positions. So tops have fun with that. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of which, Jamal's saying that he wasn't quite furry enough there's a picture of him in a jock strap and it looks like part of donald trump's toupee is like stuck to his butt ew no no (laughs) no it's not good it's okay if you guys are just the right amount of peach fuzz he doesn't have a werewolf back three lines down middle picture (laughs) like come on i'm not looking and also i'm over this right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't know i'm just very disturbed by what's what i'm seeing here that's not fair he just has like light colored hair and the sun is catching it the right way right but they should have had like someone holding a sun reflector to to like balance out all the light placement nah this is natural nature walk if anyone wants to take trade thought pictures just let me know and i'll be your producer Ooh, that sounds like a plan side company yeah <laughs> I got this on lock. You won't run into issues like this if I'm your producer. TFC Thought Inc. That's right, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to share with us about your nice trade or should we move on? Nope, I think I'll keep following this one. Oh, he's a keeper, y'all. Make sure to subscribe. <laughs> All right. So my trade is a TV show trade. Uh So, yes, I have been binging season two of Sabrina, the misguided adventures of Sabrina or whatever it's called. The bone chilling tales of Sabrina. (laughs) I like it already. (laughs) So, so my trade, we've had trade from Sabrina before we, um, we had, yes. And now we have Gavin Leatherwood and he plays, I think his name is Nick. He's the warlock at the school that they attend, the witch school. Her current love interest, right? Yes, her love interest in season two. And I was like, well, at the end of last season when he first came in and then this season, like the first few episodes, I was like, this guy looks like such a tool. But then they started showing him shirtless and I was like, okay, I've changed my tune. (laughs) (laughs) just take the shirt off and everything gets better yeah i've always thought he was um a pretty cute guy i'm glad they gave him more screen time yeah me too like his character is like super interesting now Mm -hmm. he's really developing on the show so that means that we'll get to see more of him when part three comes out i hope so well i haven't finished it so i'm guessing he stays alive through it so spoilers (laughs) we'll see damn it i thought he was gonna die jesus we'll see 
All right. Well, that's my trade for this week. So hopefully you guys all enjoyed our trade picks this week. We had a really good time in Las Vegas this week and seeing Lady Gaga. We're uh, we're back home now. So I hope you guys enjoyed our journey we'll have more for you guys next week about our experiences in vegas and seeing lady gaga and um probably we'll put the insta lives on hold for a little while i don't know if we'll continue to do them when it's not uh rupaul's drag race or not you know listeners what we do we love doing it but it's a lot of work that goes into a podcasting schedule like i'm sure you've heard from all the other shows you listen to so that was just kind of like a test run we did have fun with it so we'll see what comes next season of drag race and the summer with projects who got lined up yeah and if you'd like to give us some feedback about how your experience was with our insta lives feel free to email us or dm us we'd love to hear your feedback it'll only help us continue to do them or if you were like wow they suck then <laughs> <laughs> we'll just stop. <laughs> we can do an untucked podcast episode again. Yeah, we'll we'll go back to the drawing board, but the feedback is greatly appreciated. Um, and sorry about the private trade last week. My bad. Yeah, you should feel bad. <laughs> hey, first defense, and after creating our official trade reel, after 45 trades, having only yeah. one offense, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Plus the heat's <laughs> off you now because Stoney put inspirational quote trade on this yeah. week's. Yeah. Thanks for that. I'm no longer doing <laughs> memes. I'm doing like, I don't know, vision board trade. Vision board trade. <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh. girl. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Well, it's been a fun week, you guys. Make sure to subscribe, leave reviews. Make sure you tell your friends and get the word out there because we have lots of exciting things coming for you in the off season. So they're going to want to be with us so we can all move forward as a family. But yeah, until then, get ready for some off season content and until next week bye Bye. i was ready for the season to be over i was mother effing ready